This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. All right, Mara, how's it going? It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. What a day yesterday was. Wow. 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 What did I say? What was going to happen? As long as Sterling started passing to Kane and vice versa, England were going to score more goals. And what happened? Sterling passed to Kane. Kane passed to Sterling. The ball went out wide. And when it came back into the box... We were 1-0 up. Thank you very much. And hopefully, hopefully, it looks like they figured it out, the two of them. They figured it out in the sort of last 10 minutes of the game that as long as they pass to each other, we're going to score more goals. So full of confidence now. I am absolutely full of confidence now going forwards that England are going to win the Euros. Come on, England. Come on, England. It's coming on. Right. Onwards towards the episode this week. This week's episode is episode 24. I am your host Skelly as always and I've been teasing this week's episode for a while. It is the fantasy draft episode between yours truly and Liam Denwood from Blue Army TV which is a YouTube channel. So I'm pretty sure I explain pretty well what a fantasy draft is during the actual episode so I'm not going to waste your time by making you sit through an explanation now just to sit through another one later but what we do always do before we jump into the episode is try to put everybody in a good mood with the Blue Army podcast joke of the week is he having a laugh I think he's trying to it's the Blue Army Podcast, Joke of the Week. All right, here we go. No hanging around. Quick fire joke. Quick fire joke. Where do you find a cow with no legs? 
right where you left him. <laughs> uh, where do you leave a cow with no legs? Right where you left him. Get in, get in. Smashing joke this week. Smashing episode this week. And uh, don't need to tease it for much longer. I've split this into a two-parter. So you will have the majority of the draft to listen to in this hour. And next week, we will have the games themselves. You will be able to go over to the Blue Army TV YouTube channel, which is Liam Denwood's YouTube channel and he has a video version of the draft and the games themselves so if you want to sit through a video you can do that I can't wait to watch the videos because I just like listening to myself talk and looking at myself on video cameras and and patting myself on the back and saying how much of a good job I've done no I'm only joking I'm only joking um right anyway Let's crack on with the episode. Here we go. This is the first ever head-to-head between me and Liam Denwood from Blue Army TV. This is a two-parter. This is part one of our fantasy draft. I hope you guys enjoy it. And I'll see you again towards the end of the episode. All right, then. Bye for now, Maris. Hello and welcome to the much-anticipated first ever head-to-head challenge between the Blue Army podcast with yours truly, Skelly, and introducing in the blue corner from Blue Army TV, it's Liam Denwood! How are you getting on, man? You all right? Yeah, it sounds good to be back on. Yeah, it's been a while. It has been a bit of a while. It has been a bit of a while. You do get a bit of a scramble over the summer, um, so you've got to sort of just just sort of get organised and then eventually just start throwing the invitations out on people and seeing if they're still available because you don't know when folks are going away on holiday and stuff like that. Um, anyway, we're not here to talk about holidays. We're here because it's serious, serious head-to-head time. I have challenged you, sir. My channel podcast has challenged your YouTube channel. We're going head-to-head in a series of challenges, the first of which is today. And it is... I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. It's a Carlisle United draft based on the Football Manager 21 database. Now we're going head-to-head, just like an old-school playground, pick-your-favourite sort of draft. So we're surrounded by all of our favourite Carlisle players from the past and um, maybe one of the new signings as well. And we haven't spoke about that, but I think we can throw those in as well, I think. What do you think about that, Liam? Well, there's one of them in my shortlist. So. Right. OK, then. Well, that sounds that sounds like that's that's a good idea that we pre-approved that then. Um, so we're going to go head to head. Um and somehow I ended up with the first pick in this draft. So that's going to be a lot of fun for uh, me to kick things off. And, um, and I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to knock your socks off with our first pick. And we're going to get on with things. And we're going to have to build a bit of a shortlist. And while we're building up this shortlist, me and Liam, I'll have a bit of a crack, maybe about the Euros and maybe about some of the transfers that have came in and out of Carlisle United. All right. 
to try and get some kind of context away from this rambling, have you been watching the Euros? I have been. I don't think I've missed. I don't think I've missed a game yet. Yeah, so and uh, who's who's been your sneaky inside pick? Inside pick? What? Well, yeah. Who do I think's gonna win it? Yeah, who do you think's gonna win it? I'd love to say England, and I'm gonna, because you know, <laughs> there's a lot said about England's going forward. But something I don't think people are talking about enough is that we haven't conceded a goal in the tournament yet. You know, there's yeah. only one of the two say that to my knowledge, and that's Italy. And you know, we've played some, you know, we've played a decent team in Croatia. You know, the Czech Republic aren't, aren't to be messed about with, and you know, Scotland being, you know, the history there, you'd expect them to turn up for the big game, which they obviously did. Uh, I maybe gave it away on last week's, but I did say for the purpose of this discussion, I did say that my pick would have to be uh, Germany, I did. Germany, Germany. It's hard to talk and do this at the same time, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Germany, <laughs> Germany have got a point to prove after the last World Cup. I'm, uh, I'm first in for the draft. Sorry, man, you carry on, you carry on. I've got five minutes here to do a pick, so I should be okay. What were you about to say about Germany? I was going to say, they've got a point to prove, haven't they? Because, obviously, they missed out in the World Cup. They went out in the group stage, and they, they were the world... Were they the world... Yeah, they were the world champions at that point. Mm-hmm. Right, mate, we jumped in to the draft itself now. I have first pick, as we previously mentioned, because I am old and frail. I don't know why you gave it to me, to be completely honest, but you're nodding your head. Uh, so, I guess <laughs> that was the reason why. Yeah, so my first ever... Draft pick and the first ever draft pick overall in this head-to-head challenge between myself and Liam Denwood is James. I'm going to murder so many names throughout this draft. James Tavernier. He yeah, was right. on loan from Newcastle at the time when he joined Carlisle. He currently plays for Rangers and is the first drafted player. He was my first pick, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd throw a spanner in the works there for you early on. Now, obviously, yeah. we're not going to give away our tactics straight away because that might give away sort of um, draft backwards and forwards advantages, um, obviously, if you're looking for certain positions. And I'm looking for certain positions. So we're not going to give away formations we're going to play until we get to that point of the game. Having that being said, though, what is your sort of tactic when it comes to drafts? What's 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 your deal in drafts? Mm-hmm. I've got to say I'm very very defensive like, <laughs> all the time. It's 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 very boring Brexit football for me. You know, just grouping <laughs> up to the big man at the top end. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, at least that doesn't give me too much to be worried about. I guess <laughs> uh, in terms of too many attacks. I, I I like I like I like build up play, so it should be an interesting game. It should be an interesting game. I'll be knocking on the door a few times. Are you at all ready to reveal your first ever draft pick? Mm-hmm. All right, buddy. And that is Everton goalkeeper and England first choice goalkeeper Jordan Pickford. Jordan Pickford. What made you What made you go for Jordan Pickford as your first pick, man? Well, it certainly wasn't his time at Carlisle, but, <laughs> but uh, it just watching him for England, to be honest with you, and I didn't know he, 
I couldn't remember him playing for Carlisle, to be honest with you. But, um, you know, I looked up, you know, good ex-Carlisle players. And he, for a start, he's quality on a football manager. I can tell you that much. But uh, he's just, he's a quality player. Anyways, he's, you know, he's a different person playing from Everton to England. Because I think he plays a hell of a lot better for England than does for Everton. And I'm not going to pretend like I watch every single Everton game, but from what I see, he seems to be a little bit... You don't trust him as much as you do for when he's playing for England. Um, I wasn't sure if you know this, man, but it's actually your pick. I didn't want to interrupt your story, but it looks like they're doing it in the American sort of draft way, where because I had first pick advantage, you have second and third pick. So it looks like it's still your pick, my friend. Um, sorry to sort of bring your story to an abrupt end, but you now only have three minutes to do your second pick overall. So let, let, that, let that sink in for a couple more seconds and you can scurry around and desperately try and find somebody. You've got three minutes though, so it's not going to be too difficult for you to find another person. What are you thinking now after you've picked a goalkeeper and I've picked a right back? Um, what sort of positioning are you gonna are you gonna sort of like look to start adding uh, uh, people around Pickford? Or are you gonna start like looking for a striker? Or what what are you thinking? The striker next for me, and I already know who I'm going for. It's gonna be Glenn Murray of um, well retired now, but formerly of you know Brighton legend and Crystal Palace legend. And it takes a lot to be both a Crystal Palace and a Brighton legend. You know, with them two being rivals, but Glenn Murray. Mary Portlad obviously helps a lot, but um, he's just, he, until very recently, had the record for the most goals scored in a championship season. And he got 30 in a season, and that's not, that's, not done, that's not done too easily. And I just wanted Glenn Murray so you couldn't have him to be perfectly honest. Ah, with you. well, um, you're quite right. Glenn Murray was, was, was on my shortlist, or at least if, if I figured out the shortlist in time, he would have been on my shortlist mate but he wasn't going to be my second draft pick overall which I'm feeling quite happy with to be completely honest because if this system goes the old school way and I get two picks now and then you get two picks hopefully I should be able to get my first second and third favorites but my second overall draft pick let me build some more tension is Narky Wells <laughs> Narky Wells didn't have the best of times at Carlisle United similar to Glenn Murray didn't have the it? best of times right so it is it is my turn again as football manager seems to have loaded a bunch of people into my shortlist that I didn't think were ever going to be in my shortlist to be completely honest but all right here we go we found them again and my third pick overall which does mean I do get my one two and three overall picks which means I'm pretty much winging it from this moment on whoops <laughs> my guy is a uh, good old Jareth Branthwaite <laughs> so uh, we're, we're starting to shape up a nice little defense there I believe between the few picks that we've had so far we've got ourselves a right back and a very good center back and the ball goes back over to Blue Army TV as tension again rises. <laughs> now, did that throw did that throw a curveball at you in any way? How was that? I was gonna pick him at that moment for your next pick, or it wasn't gonna be my next pick. I was gonna pick him on somebody else in my next two. 
and they were both centre-backs. And I think I'd rather have this centre-back than Jared Branford, as much as I love Jared Branford. And that's Liam Cooper. Oh! Who does he play for? Go on. Ex-Carlisle, man, obviously. I don't know. I, I can't, again, I can't really remember him at Carlisle, but uh, plays for Leeds at the minute. He's He hasn't been starting week in, week out for Leeds, but, you know, he, you know he's, he's a Premier League player. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's just centre back to have, and you know there's nothing much more you can ask for than that because he's he's my style of player, no nonsense, solid defender. He's got absolutely no pace at all, so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have to try and make up for that with my next pick. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I think my next pick. Ooh. Oh, you got it. Oh yeah, that's right. Here we go again. You again. Yeah. I'm gonna go for a player who played for Carlisle quite recently mm-hmm. under the Stephen Presley era and that oh, that isn't a good thing for most players but um, um, he was just on loan with us currently plays for Coventry City in the Championship just won Young Player of the Year awards and that is Callum O'Hare oh buddy Callum O'Hare as Look at the pen. The pen's crossing her name off my list. <laughs> <sighs> Callum O'Hare's joining the fray, mate. All right, okay. Um, so, building up quite a team, aren't you? Um, do I want to finish off my defence? Yeah, I think I want to get around to finishing off my defence. There hasn't been a, certainly one midfielder pick so far. And I can't say it's any of the midfielders that I've got on my list so far. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to take this opportunity to finish off, um, not to finish off my defence, to nearly complete my defence, with left-back Connor Townsend. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Not who you you think he was going to get involved as a left-back now? yeah, what am I thinking, mate? What am I thinking? Do you know what I've been thinking recently? Why did Zanzala and Farman go to bloody Barrow, mate? That's what I've been thinking recently, to be completely honest. What what, what was going through your head when you heard about those transfers? Um, depression. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, we're at the point now where I think the board have kind of made up for it a little bit with this recent signing of... Zach, but I think it, it, from what I understand, it wasn't about money, it was about length of contract and I can understand I can understand Farman going I I, I was, I wasn't too upset with Farman going, if I'm honest with you, because he's he's in his 30s now and we've got a young keeper, you know, Magnus Norman youngish, but he's coming into his prime years and I, I, I'd like to see him be first choice next season but Zanzala, you know, he's how old is he? 23, 24, striker. And it's just, you know, if there's any player I'd like to offer a two-year deal to, it's probably going to be him. Yeah. And I was good. I was absolutely good to see him go. Yeah. Yeah. I was good to see Zanzala go. We built our, we built our attack around him towards the end of the season. It was that good we changed our style of player just to suit him in. Yeah. Yeah. He really was. He really was. He's a fantastic, fantastic player. I enjoyed... I enjoyed the last sort of 10 games that he played. Really physical player, really good performer. But sorry, mate, I'm going to come crashing down on you with my next draft pick. I've only got two minutes left on the clock and I'm going for 
At the time, he was on loan from Manchester United. He's a midfielder. It's Oliver Norwood. Right. Oliver Norwood, my friend. He's on my list, I'll be honest, he was on my list. Yeah, well, he had to be on anyone's list, wouldn't he? He'd have to be on anyone's list. Oliver Norwood joins my team. And the first midfielder I brought in so far. It's uh, it's over it's over to you, my friends. Yeah, it's over to you now. What have you got in the bag? I've got another Mary Portlad in the bag. Oh, oh. It's a midfielder, currently Gillingham captain. Ah. Oh. And that's Carl Dempsey. Gee. He's going to go straight to my midfield <laughs> alongside Callum O'Hare. Wow. Yeah, okay, okay. Right, okay, okay. I feel like I'm going to have to start firming up my midfield soon. But it's your pick, it's your pick. Should I finish my defence or do my midfield? Sorry, it's your pick, it's your pick. When you crack in there, you crack in there. Defence or midfield. I know I said I was going to be defensive, but for this next one, I'm going to go with another striker. <gasps> and it's um, it was one of them lone players that you fall in love with. You know, and then he, he went, we tried to buy him. There were, you know... The club won't have any. Currently a championship player after his team has just won the playoffs with Blackpool. And I'm going to go with Blackpool striker Jerry Yates. Next, Carl Arman. Uh, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Yates. Is, is that really one of the best strikers you could find, my friend? <laughs> hey? I just like, again, a lot of these are just players I liked watching. So Okay. Okay. I gotta say, I'm not quaking in. I'm not quite quaking in my boots after that. I've got to be completely honest with you. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw down some absolute Premier League pedigree on you now, mate. This fella was an absolute menace at Carlisle United for the seven games he played on loan, and I'm talking about the Irishman, Harry Arter. Right. Harry Arter, mate. He was at Bournemouth for a long time in the Premier League. He had a great time. Sorry? Oh, yeah, my friend. Oh, you're still at Bournemouth. You know, when they, when they got relegated, they needed... They, need, they still need players. They still need players. And, uh, yeah, Harry Arter is the baseline of my midfield, I would say. And I'm happy. I'm very happy I've got Harry in there to go alongside fellow midfielder Oliver Norwood after you stole Kyle Dempsey from underneath me. Well, you didn't steal him. Sorry, you didn't steal him. You didn't steal him. Of course you didn't. Of course you didn't. Do I complete my strike force? Do I? You have. So is is there a rush for me to do it? Or will you try and fill in a third hole? Before I get a proper chance to have a smash at it. (laughs) (laughs) Three minutes on the clock. Three minutes on the clock, mate. You're trying to build up that tension. I like it. I like it. Well, as you're trying to build up that tension, another question for you. Here we go. Uh, The club recently brought in some new transfers. Tristan Abraham, first of all. How do we feel about that? Tristan Abraham is one of those ones that it reminds me a lot of when Joe Riley came in. He'd obviously had potential, but he'd feel to recognise it. And he's gone to clubs like, you know, because when Joe Riley came in, he hadn't played regular football for anybody at any level so far in his career. And but you could, but he'd always shown them little glimpses of being a top player. And when he, Chris Beach obviously got out of him, made him into a top player. And I think that's what's going to happen with, with what I hope is going to happen with Tristan Abrahams, because he hasn't really played week in week out for anybody. 
so far in his career. And he's at a good age now, 22, I believe he is. He comes in. He's obviously played at League Two before. A lot of his, he, he's a goal poacher. He's one of them ones that will run in on the keeper after just waiting for that rebound or that that tap in. And that's that's his type of player we've missed. It was the type of player. Um, if you remember Gavin Riley, who was playing in Scotland now, that was what he was meant to be when he came in. And I think he's at a better age now than what Gavin Riley was when he came in. Tristan Abrahams is a better age, and he's got potential. And that's the type of player I like Chris Beach having because they're the type of players Chris Beach looks for and wants to have in his squad. The hungry, young, potential full players who haven't quite made it elsewhere in the league. So, yeah, it wasn't a signing that sort of blew us away like the like the current, like the newest signing has. But, yeah, a decent signing, I think, especially on a free. Especially on a free, mate. And we'll talk about the other sign-ins in a couple of seconds. But before my time runs out, I'm going to introduce you to another striker contracted to Derby. We are introducing to the Blue Army podcast team, Jack Marriott. Really? I didn't know he played for Carlo. He would have been he- right up there in the man. That's it, man. That's it. That's it. But he was when he was a youngster. No, 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 no. You know, man. You know. When you know, when you know, you know. <laughs> is he on loan at the minute? He was, he was, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah so it was him, yeah. He, he was on loan from Derby, mate, yeah. Um, but yeah, I believe now, and um, I'll just uh, I'll just quickly have a jump over onto Jack Marriott's Wikipedia page. <laughs> it's well and truly your turn, and I'm going to see exactly when Jack Marriott played for Carlisle. So carry on. <laughs> what are you thinking, man? What position? I'm thinking I'm looking a bit thin on the old picks. Um, I haven't got any fullbacks yet, but I also don't have a fullback in mind. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with, I'm going to try and wrap up my, my midfield first. And I'm going to go with Northern Irish. I don't know where he's at now, but I know he's left Carlon. I know he's playing at a championship level. Corey Evans. Ah, Corey Evans, mate. Okay. Oh, that's going to hurt, mate. That does hurt. That does hurt. You know where he's playing at now? It's one of the. It's one of like the bottom championship clubs. I know that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, you know, I'm happy that I've got Harry Arter. To be completely honest, because that would have that would have kicked a little bit harder that you got Corey Evans there. But I've got a particular role in mind for that particular type of player. And uh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. I'll give you that, man. I'll give you that. It's a very good pick. Uh, Jack Marriott was on loan to Carlisle from Luton, I believe, in 2015 and made four appearances in 2014. But I believe it's still your turn, mate. The ball is firmly in your court and uh, this will bring us to uh, seven players apiece. There's two I'm sort of flicking between at the minute. Hmm. I just realized I've got two picks, so I can pick both of them. But <laughs> uh, it's one that is not going to blow you, blow your socks off to be honest with you, because you know he's playing in the Scottish Championship at the minute. But it's another player that I think that again I just like watching, and he was um, on loan from Sheffield United at the time of being at Carlisle, and that was during Stephen Prez's era, and that is Nathan Thomas, the winger. Yeah. Okay, so you're playing wingers. Yeah, well, well, he's just there. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna whack him on the bench, and if I need him, bring him on, play a bit further forward, sort of thing. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. Give yourself, which does not go well for, <laughs> for the rest of it. <laughs> um, right. Okay. 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 We're getting into the meat and bones of it now. We're, we're gonna we're gonna start touching on finishing off defensive lines. Finish. We've finished both. Finished off our striking forces, and um, I've got some way to go to probably finish off managed field. To be completely honest. Um, it is my go, my friend. It is my go. And I'm thinking of a certain player who was on loan. And I'm going to speak about him slowly as I type his name into the search engine. And now I've found him. He is Adam Clayton. Right. He was on loan from Manchester City at the time, made more of a name for himself at Middlesbrough, I believe, as a midfielder. Adam Clayton joins the Blue Army podcast team. Boom. That's that. Firmly plotted into place. A ginger warrior amongst my midfield. And maybe, maybe now's a good time to finish off my midfield. As After all, you have said that you haven't got too many centre-backs in mind. So I'm not too worried because I've got a few written down that I'd be happy with taking. And they only need one left, really, to finish off my defensive line. Somebody to partner up with Jared would be the perfect uh, thing to do. But at the moment, I'm thinking, finish off the midfield. And to do that, I'm going to bring in a former Carlisle United youth team player who broke into the first team and was maybe mishandled, to be completely honest. I'm talking about Brad Potts. Oh, it was my next one. It was my, it was my next pick. Well, I'm up on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was literally. It took me ages to type it in, mate, because it gives you the option of a of, of a right sided player as well, and he's just a well rounded player on the game. And I feel like I've signed him back for Carlisle on a previous save, and he's done a cracking job for me. So welcome to the Blue Army Podcast team, Brad Potts, and the ball is firmly back. In the Blue Army TV's corner. What? How many people have you got in your squad now, mate? I've got eight. Eight. Yes. About to add my ninth, and it's a good player because I've seen his value, and it's a lot higher than a lot of them. And it's Jack Stacey. <gasps> yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I took James. I took James Tavernier early. Jack oh, Stacey. What very good. I don't know where, where is he playing at now. I feel like he was playing in Scotland. Is that where it is? Something, um, something like St. Johnston, maybe, when I tried to look it up, maybe. In Scottish Premier League. He was one I, I hadn't really heard of, but I put a tweet out asking for good players that used to play for Carlisle, and he was one of the, one of the people some, somebody said, as long as uh, with James Tavernier. He was my other pick. You put a tweet out? <laughs> Fair enough. I asked Jimmy. I asked Jimmy. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> your your um, knowledge, you know, I, I didn't have the the backstory with him. <laughs> Go on then. Oh, you're looking, you're looking, are you scrambling? We've got you on the ropes, finally. Finally, we've got to, we got to pick number 10 and I can finally hear you clicking away on your keyboard. <laughs> finally, we've got you up against the ropes. 
Yeah, well and truly. I'm struggling for my defence at the minute because I don't I don't have that many defenders on the it, list. Are you thinking defenders? Okay. Before I start picking current players. Okay. 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 I'm staring, I'm staring at three very good centre-backs right now, but I'm not going to give it away. Tom Anderson. That's out there. Tom Anderson. <laughs> Tom Anderson becomes my 10th member because I don't have that many centre-back uh, <laughs> options. But he's, on, he's in the squad at the minute. He's going to be Manu with centre-back to partner um, Liam Cooper. Right. Yeah. Right, where's he? Do, do, do you know where he is? No? championship. All right, okay. That was that was just that's your centre back pairing, is it? At the minute, unless I can think of someone good in these next few minutes. Mm, I can't. I, I really don't want to give anyone away, but I feel like if I should throw you a bone, maybe in hopes of a transfer of some kind. No, 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 no. Let's not throw too many spanners mm. in the works. Let's not throw too many spanners in the works. Right, picks back in my court, and I have four minutes on the clock, and four minutes is probably long enough for us to have a little bit of a crack about Zach Clough coming into the club. What a fantastic sign-in is the Raw from Carlisle United's Twitter. And, um, yeah, do you, you have to agree with that, right? He looks like a fantastic player. He does. He's never played at League Two level before because he's always been higher, I, I believe. Actually, I don't think he might have been there with Yeovil on loan at the very, very start of his career. But he's played Championship. He's played... He was mental for Bolton when he was just young. And it's 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 a matter of trying to recapture that form because he's such a good player. If you can get him, I, I to be honest with you, I have no idea how we've managed to get him. He's one of the players where I thought he'd probably get another club in League One, trying to take a punt at him. But I don't know, I don't know how we've managed to get him, and especially on a two-year deal. It's one of the best pieces of work I've seen the club doing a while, maybe <laughs> since since George Tanner, I suppose. But George Tanner wasn't that big when we first signed him, was he? What, a, what an absolute banging sign. And it almost, almost is the key word there. Almost makes up for the fact that we've let um, Zanzala go to Barra. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I can imagine he'll be coming, on, coming in on big wages. And uh, there's another issue in who comes out of the midfield for him because the midfield was probably one of our strongest places um, this season with a consistent free of Joe O'Reilly, John Mellish, Callum Guy, and it just makes you wonder who comes into that, who who drops out, because is, is it going to be a, a case of we play him as a winger instead? Because that that's what it looks like to me at the minute is we're going to try and play him on the on the right wing or, or the left wing or you know because it's it's like Chris Beach to get one of these players and put him out out wide because I'd love to see him in attacking midfield like he reminds me a lot of Jamie Devlin when he used to play. Well, that's not a bad shout for this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he reminds me of Jamie Devitt and how he used to play. But um, I've seen some of the free kicks he can score, and if, he, if we can get him back to good form, then mental sign, he'll rip League 2 to shreds. And what'll prob- what'll, what might happen is he'll have a really good season because he's still contracted to us. Some League 1 championship club might come in and buy him off with a bit of money because... You know, Nottingham Forest paid three million pounds for him, and, and they didn't spend that kind of money on him for nothing. Which is, it's it's mad amounts of money, and it's 
I don't know. I, again, I don't know. I don't know how we've managed to get him because he's just—he looks such a good signing. The only, really the, the only, the only inside link that I've seen is that Beach had him at Rochdale on loan for a little bit. Yeah, that's the only sort of inside connection I've seen between the two of them. But yeah, I've got to agree with you, man. But a fantastic signing. We can carry on talking about him in, in just a couple of seconds. But I don't want my draft clock to run out as I complete my defensive line by bringing in another former Manchester United centre back. It's James Chester. Is it James, James Chester. Um, I believe he is. He, he's went back to Hull recently. Right. Um, but yeah, there we go. Uh, James Chester comes in, and that gives me ten. And it is ten without a goalkeeper. To be completely honest. So, do you know who I'm going to bring? So you can't get one. You might have to just. What, how many are you going to bring in? Like, there's a few. There's a few oh. pretty good goalkeepers, to be honest. Um, two other big ones, isn't there? Two other big goalkeepers. There's two other good Dean goalkeepers. And, Dean Henderson and Tim Krul are the other two big ones, aren't they? That's it. Are you going to waste two picks? I'm not going to do that because I'm not that cruel. I don't think you would, exactly. So um, I'm not feeling the pressure necessarily to pick a goalkeeper right now because it's six and two threes, to be completely honest, between Tim and Dean. So I might be more sorely tempted to give myself some more options up front. And yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give myself some more options up front. And by doing that, I think we're going to just go with your first instinct, lads. Is that what we're going to do? I feel like that's what we're going to do. We're going to change the position of the search to striker. There can't be too many people in the game. With the first name, Paddy. Oh, I was expecting a Charlie. Oh, it was between the two. It was between the two. And I'm still I'm still on the clock, to be completely honest. I am still on the clock, to be completely honest. Um, I think I got Charlie on my shortlist, actually. He is there. So I can quickly have a look at Charlie first again and see. Have I made my mind up? I think I've made my mind up. I think I made my mind up, buddy. And I'm going to go for Paddy Madden's going to be my option coming off the bench. Right. <laughs> Giving me something a bit different. Paddy Madden's coming in for me. That completes you know, 11 picks. 11 picks for me, mate. And uh, over to you to finish your team off. Right. Very good. I do not know what I'm going to pick next. Gary Medine might be a shout, but I think he might be a bit old. Oof, yeah. Oof, no hope. You're still, still going to finish off your defence properly. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm very tempted to just go with George Tanner because I know him. Because, well, <laughs> I've seen him play and I know how he works on Football Manager because I've always played Carlisle Saves before. Mm-hmm. So I think I am just going to go George Tanner to play it safe. George Tanner is my newest signing. George Tanner. George Tanner comes in. See, and as well, I'm oh, going to need a third striker. Oh, quick double whammy. Here we go. Off. I'm going to go with who you didn't pick, and I'm going to pick Charlie White for my other one. Uh, well. Split the deck. Split the deck and have a Charlie White, eh? <laughs> right. Well, the ball is very quickly back in my corner, I believe, isn't it? And maybe I'm starting to take the mick a little bit when it comes to not having a goalkeeper. 
And I'm I'm gonna bring him in. It's your boy, Tim Krull. Very good. Like a bit of Tim, do like a bit of Tim. And Tim's coming in over Henderson for me, just because I like a bit of Tim. I think in real life that's probably the good shout. But in football manager, I think maybe Dean Henderson's got uh, got the head on him on the on the stats. Probably shouldn't be telling you this, like. I think it's six and two three, and Tim Carroll plays as a sweeper keeper. So I've, I've done my own work. I've done my own work. <laughs> um, so I think I'm going to try and further weaken your defence as well by giving my defence some more options and bringing in Richard Keogh. Right. So we're getting into that. We're getting into thirteen now. So we're getting towards sixteen. We're getting towards the magic number 16. And as we're getting towards magic number 16, let's fit in a little conversation about Corey Whelan. He also came to us from Wigan, just like Zach Clough has came over from Wigan after spending a little bit of time in America, and he's a defender. Uh, have you heard much about this guy? I've heard he used to be the Liverpool under-21s captain, if that's right. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's got he's got the pedigree. He's come from a good spot. He's he wasn't he way. wasn't he wasn't being the under twenty ones captain. <laughs> Carl, I'll bring it. In. <laughs> and we got Feeney, Feeney for Everton. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't being an under twenty ones captain. Sorry, go on, go on. We had uh, who else was it? Who was just gone to Yorville? It was Max it Hunt. Was Max Hunt, that's what he was, Derby, 21's captain. But, you know, he comes from a big club like Liverpool. Um, he's, he's another one where he hasn't really proven himself anywhere. You know, you can argue that he had a good stint in America, but I'm not going to pretend like I was. Phoenix rising in America. <laughs> so I don't, really, I don't really know that much about him, but he is another one that, obviously, Chris Beach rates. And with these signings and with last season signings, I've come to trust in Chris Beach, and I'm gonna. I've learned to trust. Um, you know, I've trusted Chris Beach's transfer policy of getting these sort of players in. So I think he will come in and play well. But I think it is also a bad sign if we're hoping on keeping all the Reese Bennett, which looks by the day less and less likely to happen. But you know, it, 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 it looks like. Yeah, I think he could be a really good player for us as well. It looks like the defensive line, if he, if the first game was tomorrow, we've got a defensive line already. Um, we've got, obviously, Armour, Tanner, McDonald, Hayden, Feeney, Whelan, you know. So it, 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 we've got enough of a defensive line going into the season so far. And if we need to add someone, we, we need to add someone. But it's not like we're desperate now for Bennett to sign on the dotted line. Now, it is your pick, buddy. Uh, you look quite settled now. Have you got? Have you got us? Uh, have you got a pick for us? What are you thinking? You're filling up your bench. Filling up your bench. What are we doing? <laughs> I still need a left back, <laughs> which is gonna be because I can't think of anyone else. Jack Idle. Fair enough. Jack Idle comes in. Played well at Cambridge. Mm, Cambridge, so yeah. No, he was a he was a good player on the day. On the day against Carlisle, he played very well. Yep. 
Cosmo, yes. he's all club. Everyone plays well against Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one position that's highlighted in red on my little map thing, and that's yeah. goal. And it's wanting me to get another goalkeeper in. Yeah. So I might, I might just have to do that. Just to please the computer's colours. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, you, yeah go on. Then. You bring in Hendo as your number two. Go on. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Dean Henderson. <laughs> might, I might even start to make a pick, you know. But Dean Henderson comes in. He was on my shortlist. <laughs> well, is in. And now it's, now it's just uh, filling the bench with players, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially so, mate. Yeah, but, you know, we might need some options coming off the bench. There might be an injury or two. We, we, we just don't know yet, do we? Um, but I, um, I've i got a few ideas in mind. I think I want some cover at left-back. I've got some cover at centre-back. I also want some cover in the midfield where I don't have so many ideas. But I'm just having a quick look on the shortlist to see if one of the friends of the show is... Uh, is available on the game. I don't think he is, unfortunately. If he's retired, he won't be on it. So. No, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's carrying on playing. But it is a... Uh, it is a Annan. <laughs> <laughs> Under Peter Murphy. But, I mean, he should, should still be on the game, right? Uh, I don't think Annan's on it. No. I don't think he's are they in Scottish League too? Uh, bottom Scottish League, bottom runs, I guess. Well, at, at the very least, there's a little shout out for you. I'll... No, wait, I've got him. I've got him. <laughs> I've got him. I've got him. I've got you, Alex. Don't worry. I've got you. I've just, I, you know, the, the game stuttered and then I deleted it. I deleted it because I thought I wasn't going to be able to find him. And actually, the game just needed a little bit more time. That's all. Just needed a little bit more time, so we're gonna add. We're gonna add. We're gonna add him to the shortlist. Obviously, we're not gonna bring him in yet. Um, but it'd be quite cool to have uh, have a friend of the show on the bench, unless you decide that you're gonna steal him out of spite, which would be a very strange. Maybe <laughs> yeah, a bit of a strange. Yeah, it'd be a bit of a strange move on your behalf if that's if that's how you how you went. Um, right. Okay. Let's have a proper look at this list. And as far as my midfield goes. I'm only there's only there's only one name left that hasn't been taken by you or myself that is on my shortlist midfield, and he is a current Carlisle United player. I feel like he's going to be important for my set pieces because yeah. Um, his name is Callum Guy. So, Callum Guy, welcome to the bench. Get yourself comfortable. I hope you enjoy it here. I've only got two centre-backs, I've just realised. I, need... <laughs> 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 I need to up my game on the need... defensive front. You need to bring in something, but it's my second pick now, mate. And, um, yeah, so this will take me up to 15, which means after this I've got one more, one more pick. And his name... Is uh, Rich James Reece currently James. at Doncaster? All right, so not the Rich James. Well, no, not the Rich James. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the Rich James. No, but a Rich James, all the same, that I am happy to have in my team. All right, mate. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. You want to get your team up to 16 players? Have you got 14 at the moment? Are we on course? 
Yeah, so you, two more, and then I pick one more, and the draft's over, isn't it? Beautiful. Right. Good stuff. Not sure I'm going with. I think I might go with current Leeds youngster. Oh. Um, Liam McCarran as a winger. Another bench player to have. Is that it? You got him? You brought him in? I've tried to. Yep, I've got him. Mm. What do you know about him? You, so you got, you got, how many wide players have you got now? Just the two. Okay. Nathan Thomas and one on either side in case I need them. That makes sense. In case you need them. So you're not planning on playing wingers? Well, you'll have to find out. Well, we'll find out <laughs> soon. We'll find out soon. One pick left each. One pick left each. Here we go. Last pick, mate. Ooh. Right. I'm going to have to put... Is he in the game? <laughs> oh, he's scrambling now. You're scrambling. Well, why are you scrambling? I've got one more question to ask before we sort of dive into the game and the tactics and all that stuff, the meat and bones of the episode. Carl United's forwards are looking a little bit bare at the moment. The cupboards are a little bit shy. We've got Jimmy Tiore, who signed up for a year. Um, and we don't know if Zach's a striker, to be completely honest, because he's been billed as a bit of an attacking midfielder. And then we've got Louis Alessandro, obviously, who's signed up to the team. We've lost JJ, uh, Patrick, <laughs> uh, Chedwin Scott. Um, I mean, the, the list, the list, the list continues. Go on. There's someone on the tip of your tongue. Go on. You wanted to say someone? Uh, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just thinking. Chedwin Scott probably won't be as big as miss as some of the others. I'm, 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 I think you are probably missing someone, but I can't think of who it is. Ethan Walker. That's the one. Ethan yeah. Walker. Yeah. Ethan Walker. Ethan Walker makes it. And obviously, offering Zanzala. So we've lost five strikers. Um, and if you include uh, Riley over that, uh, over the course of the, of, of the entire season, so, it's a lot of strike force that we, 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 we've we lost over the course of a season. <laughs> it is. And if you watch, if you watch the um, director's meeting, strikers were meant to be their area that they were looking at. That was the area they wanted to strike, um, to sort of fix the most. So I, I wouldn't expect our transfer business to be done just yet in terms of strikers. But, you know, my strikers are done at the minute, so I'm going to go for with my next pick and last pick of the game, Reese Bennett, the centre-back. <laughs> just, just uh, you're going for Reese Bennett. Well, I will be, I'll, do a big, I'll do a cross-off. I'll do another cross-off. He was there as one of my... He was the last person on my shortlist, to be completely honest. The last person I drafted onto my shortlist. All together. Good pick. Good solid player. Um, you've got a football manager save at the moment. So have I. Um, Reese Bennett's a really good player for me. How about you? Absolutely. It's, he's, he's, he's rated one star higher than I think everybody else, isn't he? Maybe half yeah. a star. But he, he's, he's better than... He's, the game thinks he's better than Aaron Hayden and the lot. Personally, I think... I think last year, as much as I love Reese Bennett, he wasn't as good as I think people made him out to be. And that's like my unpopular opinion in terms of, you know, the football world. I'd, <laughs> I'd much rather have Aaron Hayden. Or I think our best defensive players were Aaron Hayden and George Tanner. They were my two favourite like defensive players. But, you know, obviously, Bruce Bennett is a good player. And if they can sign him up for longer, you know, do it. But I've heard he's been linked with crew. He's been linked with a move away to even Turkey, I saw at one point. But um, look, if he wants to go, he'll go. But I think the club should try and keep him. But don't go, 
don't don't. Well, I know they won't pay extortionate wages for him because that's not what the club does at all. But if he is one that wants to leave, let him leave. I think because he's a good player, but he's not irreplaceable. If you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I agree with all that. So we on a finish off my last pick. Now I've already sort of revealed it. It's friend of the show, Alex Mitchell. I'm an athletic goalkeeper. He's coming in to warm up my bench and sit on there. And then that's the uh, that's the end of our draft, mate. We've got our 16 players. So I'm going to click complete draft. And we're going to take a little bit of a break while we organise our tactics. And then we're going to come back and talk to you lovely people about what we've just done. Right before we sign off and do the loud and local segment, this week is one of my best friends. But anyway, before we get there, I'm going to run through the lineups, the squads that myself and Liam Denwood have just picked. So they are fresh in your memory. So the Blue Army TV squad is as follows goalkeepers Jordan Pickford and Dean Henderson, defenders Jack Stacey, Jack Iredale, Liam Cooper, Tom Anderson, Reese Bennett, and George Tanner. Midfield is Kyle Dempsey, Corey Evans, Nathan Thomas, Callum O'Hare, and Liam McCarran. With the strikers that Liam Denwood picked being Glenn Murray, Charlie Wyke, and Jerry Yates. Now, I obviously picked a much better team, which is as follows. My goalkeepers were Tim Krull and long-term friend of the show, Alex Mitchell. My defenders consist of Jared Branthwaite, Rhys James, James Tavernier, Richard Keogh, James Chester, and Connor Townsend. My midfield is Harry Arter, Brad Potts, Oliver Norwood, Adam Clayton and current Carlisle midfielder Callum Guy. And the three strikers that I picked for my 16-man squad were Narky Wells, Jack Marriott and Paddy Madden. So those are the 16-men squads that myself and Liam Denwood have picked. To hear us go head-to-head, you can wait. Until next week on Wednesday at 5 o'clock when that episode will be out. And also the video will be out on YouTube so you'll be able to watch the game. And I think we did a really good job of commentating over it to be completely honest. So Radio Cumbria, look out. We're coming for you because there's a new commentary team in town. And it's me and Liam Denwood. (laughs) Well, anyway, time to sign off with the load and loud. Load and loud. Loud and local segment. Come on, Skelly, lad. I know you're close to finishing, but just just stay tuned in for the last minute, will you? Come on, lad. The loud and local segment this week is by my good friend, Mangy Mangy Moose. And you might be thinking, I recognise that weird name. And that's because Mangy Mangy Moose is the same artist that has supplied us with our fantastic little theme song. So thank you very much to Mangy Mangy Moose for that. Thank you very much to Mangy Mangy Moose for the song going forward, which will be our loud and local segment. Peace. So anyway, I always get a bit weird towards the end, don't I? Not very good at signing off. Um, please hit like, please hit subscribe, please do all the lovely commenting and all that kind of stuff. Help us get out there. I think we are one more like away from hitting a hundred 
followers on Facebook. So that'll be pretty awesome if somebody hits like on the Facebook and we get over to free figures on there. The Instagram's going really well, but if you don't follow us on Instagram, get on that and give us a quick little click and a follow. It means a lot to the channel when we approach these ex-footballers. If we have a good enough following for them to have a crack with, that definitely sways them one way or the other. And that's it for this week's show, guys. To be completely honest, like I've already said, Mangy Mangy Moose is the song for the loud and local segment. He is our featured artist this week. And uh, I hope you guys really enjoyed this week's show. It was something different once more. Next week will be the conclusion to this episode. And I'm just trying to build some tension. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. Cheers, Mares. Coming home. Come on, England. Come on, England. Come on, England. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com this podcast is proud to be part of the talk sport fan network talk sport powered by fans